Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, welcome to another edition of Talking Metal. How you guys doing? It's Mark Striegel. Let's get into a little Holland right now. This is Wake Up the Neighborhood.
going back to the 80s with that one. Holland, a band from Chicago featuring a guy named Michael Badio, who later became Michael Angelo, who later became Michael Angelo Badio. Uh, yes, uh, so I went on to do Nitro, of course. Uh, we interviewed him a while ago, and he felt when we interviewed him, he was really kind of exaggerating Nitro's success. Uh, that was the band after he had after Holland. Because uh, I saw Nitro in Philly, and I, I back when you know their their record came out. I don't know how many records came out they put out, but this was their first record. And I swear, no one was at the club. When I say no one, no one. There were uh, like ten people there for the opening band, and no one was there for Nitro. Um, that was a band that was maybe okay. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe five people, but I don't even think there was five people. And this is Philly, like the. At the time, the fourth or fifth biggest city in the uh, in the country. So we all tend to blow ourselves up sometimes, right? And uh, in more ways than one. <laughs> Heavy Metal Universe right now by Gamma Ray.
That was Heavy Metal Universe by the band Gamma Ray off the 1999 album Power Plant. Good stuff. That's a great album that features some cover art by Derek Riggs. Known more so for his cover art that he did with Iron Maiden. Derek Riggs, the artist. Anti-Music is a great site run by our friend Kevin. He does a great job with that. Get your daily music, rock, metal, pop, news on antimusic.com. It's a good it's a good site to go to. I also recently favorited a site called True Metalhead run by I believe the, the guy's name is Dario and he does a great job with that. Uh, metal from the not so dark side. Insane and most bizarre stories from around the world all to do with metal, of course. All righty, what else we have going on here? Oh, yes, we need your support. Please go make a PayPal donation. Keep Talking Metal alive. Keep my uh, keep my enthusiasm alive. Send us some money. TalkingMetal.com. There's a PayPal button there. You can also use the Amazon links. I know somewhere, someone who's listening to this right now is about to make a purchase on Amazon. This is all you have to do is go to TalkingMetal.com. Go to the, the show notes for each and every episode, and there's an Amazon link there. You just... Use that link to open Amazon and then do your search for your product from there. And what happens is we get a kickback on your purchase. It's been asked, does this work outside of the U.S.? I think so. I don't know, to be honest. I think it does, though. Try it. Try it. See if, it, see if the link works for you um, if you're in Europe or somewhere. Uh, it definitely, definitely works in the U.S. And I, I believe it probably works outside of the U.S., although I don't know that for sure. Letters. Hey, Mark. Really great interview with Tommy Thayer. was cool to hear him cut loose and discuss all his other bands. I was not expecting that. Funny enough, he's actually appeared on every Kiss album since Hot in the Shade. Supposedly, he not only co-wrote, but played on Betrayed. Paul had his team, which included Eric Zinger, and Gene had his. They sent in demos to the label, and since they, Polygram wanted to rush an album out and just had some of the parts on the demo re-recorded and re-released. For example, supposedly that album has Kevin Valentine, Eric Singer, and Eric Carr, and a drum machine on it. I forget if it is Kevin Valentine or Eric Singer who mentions that unless Eric Carr re-recorded his parts note for note, they appear on that album. This album was notoriously Eric Carr's least favorite as a result, and Bruce Kulick just mentioned on Mitch LaFon's Three Sides of the Coin podcast that he didn't care for the album much either, and said something to the effect that the album is just an over-glorified demo. People that bitch about you guys talking about Kiss so much, what, it took them 400-plus episodes to realize you guys like Kiss? Seriously, outside of the connections you guys have to the band, which isn't really much, just, you know, John with, uh, with Ace. Uh, uh, why wouldn't you guys discuss them? I think that holds true for every show out there. Let's be honest, until Eddie Trunk had his falling out with Kiss, he was all about that band as well. With all of the true metal podcasts out there, I do think people have options to listen to other things if they're interested. I sure as shit know that 
If I had a connection to Ace, I'd bring him up as much as you guys do, or perhaps even more. As they say, you can't please all the people all the time. That's uh, Victor writing in from the Mars Attacks podcast. Thanks, Victor. Victor's going to join me, I think, on the next episode of Talking Metal, possibly. Uh, and I wanted to mention uh, a couple things that Rick Hughes uh, from the band The Sword has just joined Mitch LaFon's Kiss Kiss's 40th tribute uh, album, and he's going to be doing some, uh, I guess, vocals on that with the song, uh, doing the song Love Gun. So that's cool. You can support Mitch's project by going to Pledge Music. I'll have a link up in today's show notes to that. Here's another email. Hi, Mark. I hope all is well. Just listened to episode 404 and enjoyed going back to 1986 again. I was 13 at the time and was into most of the bands you played on that episode. Nice trip down memory lane. Thanks. I especially enjoyed the bootleg performances. I did not realize Bob Daisley played with Sabbath for five weeks. I thought he turned down the game. No, he did, and he actually played on in that five-week period. He recorded the Eternal, Al- uh, Eternal Idol album. So, yeah, he was definitely in, in the band. Let's listen to a little of that right now. This is Hard Life to Live. Little Black Sabbath with Bob Daisley, Hard Life to Live.
going to wrap things up today with a little more heavy metal music. This is off the Mean Machine album by Udo Dirk Schneider. It's called Don't Look Back. 